Okay, I'm going to start with two questions, one from the Elam uh, and then one I have here. Yes? We, we talked about how did Homer, so they all have to really believe it, then there's the fallacy. If he didn't, then we're in good shape. Well, we really haven't defined what belief is. Now, today, for instance, there are departments that teach these types of things, and they don't teach it like you're really a little man and, and things like this. They teach the idea of archetypes. They have a whole thing with Jungian psychology. Bottom line is, is that they, they, they teach it as teaching general principles, but so they don't they, they believe in it as if you ascribe power to a deity, then it's Avodazar. Doesn't make a difference whether you hold it with Zeus or somebody else. Uh, so if they believe in, that's a pretty black and white question, they believe that the gods were fighting with each other, uh, which is the whole Iliad Odyssey, that's the whole thing. Uh, that they have power. Sometimes there's not a barrier, but the reason we, we say that is to show that coach one of Coach Baruch who controlling everything. And that was against the uh, Greek of Arazara and many come out all other Avodazara. So if they believe in that, that's a problem. Right. So even the Vavis is that the Avodazara started, they 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 were <coughs> things in the not. Yes, but the original the original Dayanish were of the Avodazara, the Chai Misa. Just explain where the, where the mistake started from. He said, no, if you, if you want to be Machabit a king, see Machabit is Masharsim, so certainly Machabit Kosh Baruch was so little and he's so big. Still about Azar, just plenty how they made such a silly mistake. And then it degenerated into plenty of Azar, detached from Hashem. So, so the Rabbis, the Bali, the Bali, these people that were giving homage to the. That's a good, good you, you asked that because they'll give me a chance to bring that out. That's, that's often misunderstood by people. They say, look, the original guys were nice guys and they weren't high, but then it really degenerated. The original guys were nicer. Because they didn't mean harm, but that's about Azar. And then it degenerated that they completely forgot about a coach Baruch. Uh, but yes, the first parts of Azar also. Shituf is a machalik, but it's permissible for Goyim. So Shaylas are the, are the, uh, the minim, Chayimisa for their Shituf. But Nadvida uh, says yes, and Ramah, Peschachuva, learns Ramah, no. But for us, it's Zichachimisa, Shmaiyasa, Hashem, Akhe, Hashem, Echad. Echad means one, not three, or any other mathematical equation you can think of. So Shituf, but once it's a Geshka, as I'm saying, within Christianity, the there are many Christians who hold that the pure Catholicism are a bunch of pagans because they have they have they, they hold it's wrong and they're right that they hold it's wrong. They're just not right either, but they're they're more right than the other ones because at least according to them, Pesachuva learns it's not Chiyamisa. Once you start bowing down to things, then uh, you have a you have a problem. So what I'm you mean they didn't? They held the idols were nine cents, which I don't think they did. But let's say even Louis, so they did. But they held the gods are fighting with each other and they're independent powers. That's still going to be a problem. Well, let me ask you a basic shaila, and it's amazing. It's such a simple shaila. You would think there's a whole masechta of Arizar and Sanhedrin. That's all. this is what the masechta deals with. Is an atheist and of Arizar, he's a chayim misa. Doesn't say anywhere fairish. Neither of them said it didn't exist. You might have been crazy, but no one's that crazy to be an atheist. That's a pella. No, it didn't exist. Apparently, historians right. uh, from from Roman writings or Greek writings, whatever it was, the, it, the Romans looked at Eden as if they don't believe in a god because they didn't have anything physical. Right. Okay, but that's that's they, they, that's the nonsense we're going to speak about tonight. Right. But yes, but but they didn't. But nobody. It's amazing. As crazy as they were, no one was an atheist because that's really crazy. That's off the charts. Like what? Well, you don't believe there's any there's any higher power? <laughs> it's funny. So today we have you know a couple hundred million of them. 
Uh, okay, they, it's, it's, they don't have any because in the foxholes they don't exist. But, but, but they, <laughs> there are many people who claim to be atheists. That was so beyond the pale that that, that didn't even exist then. That's, that's the uh, craziest, uh, most sobering thought of all. So, Adichai Misa, well, they didn't do a Maisi. You got to do a Shtachavah, Nisuch, Kitur, Hakrov. You got to do something. So, I don't believe. See, it's not an Apicari. That, that doesn't mean we can't kill you in a Misa's basin or a basin of Ben Noyach. But it doesn't mean they're better at Klapi Shamaya. It just means they didn't technically do anything wrong. So, maybe, so. See, maybe, maybe Homer but if he didn't bow down, that would make you perhaps not somebody who we can bring to Basin to be executed, but he's still an Apicarius. But is it enough for Moshe to say that today now... I, I don't know. I, I, I was Maramas that last night. You know, Ramesha, I, I don't have an answer to this, The what, what looks like the lack of connection or understanding between the paragraph read last night and the paragraph read tonight. So Ramesha says if the original people were believed in it, then you can't read it now. That's his slam is love blog. And if they don't, then make it into a Muslim lesson, which we're going to see about tonight. Ramesha, it's not a cash Ramesha, because he doesn't deal with his talk about Homer. I'm mentioning it. But Lukhari, that's the teaching. Could be when they asked the Shah, they didn't tell him. They didn't mention the Ramesha saying, here's together. You know, if it's free of that, then teach Muslim. That's what he's going to get to. we we'll get to tonight. Yeah. There are a lot of, like, out there. Oh, that's. Uh... No, but no, but right, no. A lot of them are very problematic because they're from Eastern religions and they're from Kishu for the Mother's Earth. But a lot of them, like, you know, like, look at this entity called Mother Earth or energy as, like, a separate power. That's the Mother's Earth, yeah. Right. Yeah. A, lot of, and a lot of it, the from ones, there, there are some Orthodox ones who, who will bring this to you, and, uh, and, and um, yeah, some of it's very problematic because they themselves don't know the source and it's very spooky and, it's, and uh, you, you're all wise enough to know in this sugya of Razara Kishuf if it's spooky and you can't explain it then either the guy is a miracle worker sent by the positive side of the world like Akash Baruch Hu, and uh, one of his Nevi'im is going to be the Melech HaMashiach which the Ram holds isn't even a requirement but the rabbit holds it is and that's not happening uh, so the only other choice is either Kishuf, which you can't partake in, whether it's also for them as a Shailan Bishainim, whether Kishuf is also for them, not one of the Zayimitzvahs, because we've learned that many more than seven, seven the Chaimisa for Kishuf, maybe they're not. And they discussed with the Rashi when Abramavino sent away the Bnei Kedem, uh, the Bnei Ketura, and they became Bnei Kedem, and they moved all the way out yonder in the Far East, and, and he gave them the Kishuf power. So did they only use that for self-defense, in which case it's mutter, it's not yarav ayavar, or did he give him kishuv because it's fun and lucrative? That, that depends on which shoot you hold, like whether it's also or mutter. So at, be, at best, it's kishuv. Uh, well, let me put that. <laughs> at best, it's just um, nonsense if he's a charlatan. I, that's not, I don't know if it's the best case in Arabs and he's stealing your money, but at least it's not kishuv. The next step is kishuv, or worse, involved in their messerah from the Avarazara slash kishuv, and that's chukosayim or worse, so uh, that's a problem. And then some say, "No, acupuncture is that uh, is that kisha that comes from the far east? Maybe not. If you have a medical explanation, which they do, then um, fine. Yeah, if you have an explanation, then it's not us. But if you can't explain it, that's when you should start asking shaylas. And these things are very popular, and uh, and it's not just me. Belsky used to that's all he used to talk about us a lot, and he was ashlahal against it. And um, people say, how can it be? Some people use it, and there's some people orthodox who practice it. And, well, that's not a kasha they don't know. We've had enough examples over here with people knocking on wood and doing all sorts of other things. Uh, right before I came to the shir, speaking of which, one of our very chashmah listeners who emails me a lot, 
said that he uh, feels a little guilty and he wants to know whether he should. He went to a drugstore and they had a huge sale. Good Yidin can't resist a sale. They had a huge sale on, uh, now I assume it had an OU, it's got to be kosher, for our discussion last night, a huge sale on candy canes. You know, red, green, you know, those types. Couldn't understand why they had a sale. I, he probably couldn't understand. But, uh, you know. And he bought them, and he feels a little guilty. Now, of course, he's listened to this year every night. And, uh, so uh, I sent back an email before I left to come here that uh, you own it already, so now we have a Shiloh Baltashchis. Unless you give it to a cleaner lady, and she'll work harder, in which case for her it might be okay, but on the other hand, it might be a Chilashem. Why is the Yid giving the cleaning lady a holiday gift with a holiday theme? That might be a problem also. Um, but if Lamaisa, as you're licking them, you're going to feel sick to your stomach, it's not Baltash to throw it out because the whole reason you bought it is to enjoy it. <laughs> so at this point, <laughs> you, know, you probably can't throw them out if they're not going to be used anyway. It's like Chont on Wednesday. You know? It is Baltash, but no one's eating it anyway. Uh, most, most of you guys, Tuesday is the cut-up point, I assume, right? Uh, so Wednesday is already the I don't know. We start, uh, <laughs> it's over his mind of bottle carbon. It's like nicer. It's like, uh, so if you're not going to enjoy it anyway, then why? Uh, why bother? But I, I agree with the sentiment. To say it's all, sir. Again, it's after the holidays. So to say it's also al It's after the holidays. Everybody knows you bought it because it was cheap and you got a good deal. And we, Mamashi, I guess maybe he sent me the email because of last night's cheer, but we discussed the, the soda bottles with the, the guy in the long white beard, the heavyset fellow. Uh, so is that all, sir? It's hard to say it's all, sir. It's not very Shabbos dick. Uh, or Tuesday, for that matter, but certainly Shabbos. And, um, you know, a lot of our Zemiris talk about Yachtus Hashem and Hashem created the world. That's what Shabbos is really all about. So it's a little bit um, an oxymoron to be uh, looking at that and, uh, and even commenting on it and then seeing Zemiris. But it's hard to say it's Chukah Sam. So if you did buy Shrag, you didn't buy any candy canes for this year, did you? Just to make sure. Because, you know, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. Um, we're yet, after the sugi, we're not going to get to it tonight, talk about uh, what is probably one of the most serious shaylas happening now in the financial uh, healthcare sector, which is speaking out good deals, but we're going to, you know, that's coming tomorrow night or next week. And it's Hashem. Uh, let's go back to Ramesha. Last paragraph on page two. Everybody have one? We get them out? Do I have one? Don't I have one? What? Should have had enough. I see some... Yeah, this is it. Anybody not have? Don't have, please speak up. So now Maisha goes on to um, talk about the positive opportunity over here, assuming that it wasn't written with a fellow or by a fellow who believes in this stuff. And um, I'm just curious. I'm not a, I've had, did, Aristotle and the uh, Chachamim, did they believe in this stuff? Did they what? This is a quite anybody who read any amount of Aristotle would know the answer. What? Did Plato. they believe in this stuff? Plato writes it like it's real. Plato. Okay. Interesting. M. Cain. You see the second paragraph on page two. M. Cain. Shasad lalame ba'akor shaloi inyane dasem vavleim. It's so in the tzarich ladaper bloshi of inushem inyane shos vehevel. So give it over and away where you're obviously making fun of it. They did this. Anybody with any amount of uh, elementary IQ will uh, reject it. Famous Gemara. Did you see it? Page two, second paragraph. Yeah, everyone. 
You can't have leitzonus about anything. That's not popular here in America. We, there's a whole entertainment industry just on leitzonus. And uh, people want to know, can I go to a, uh, a hear a comedian? So uh, 99% of them that uh, I've uh, even checked out in a cursory way, that's a bad word to use over here. Um, that's the problem. Uh, it's also to go because there's Nivelpeh and Gilirash, Fichazdama, Vodazara, Lashonhara, and then some. That's how they make a living. That's what people find funny. So 99.9% of the other. So one guy once claimed that he knew somebody's shrugger who knew somebody who met somebody who knew a comedian uh, that was clean. I don't believe it, but that's what he claims. That was the rumor. If you find somebody, there's no Lashonhara, no Nivelpeh, no Arias, nothing. I don't know what would be so funny then if he's like... Why? Yeah, the, the, what makes that funny is he's usually saying mostly inside jokes. They heard about Tchanim and they give him a whole schmooze about the family. That's not, that's not inherently funny. It's funny because everybody there gets what he's saying about the family. Did you ever go hear about Tchanim and you weren't part of the family at all? You had no shaykhs? Probably wouldn't, wouldn't be smiling. You'd probably be tapping on the table waiting until it's over. Um, I'm not saying you can't crack a clean joke, but the, um, the ones who make a lot of money are usually there's something. Now, if you find the Russian Rush in the news and make fun of him, and that's funny, okay, and then Russian horror, then maybe that wouldn't be else. If they exist, it's very few and far between. And 95% pure is not pure. That's 5% trafe. That makes right. it trafe. Yeah, and if you take all of them in shots, you will not be rip-splitting, they're not. It's, it's, it's a lighter note to start the shear with. Look, we have laughter in this year from time to time, as you all know. I, I never try to make jokes if something comes out, but I, it's not at the butt of somebody else, I would hope, and it's not Lush and Hara, and then certainly if Atan Amara is doing it, it's a, it's a light note, which, by the way, the Sichas Hulan of a, of a Chacham you can learn from, the Gemara and Sukkah, the second parak, and it's something lighter, which they have all sorts of drushes from Mishayim and Achorin, and what he was trying to say and what he was trying to get across. The famous remark, you see Tevi Avdi, such a time of Chacham, he's under the bed. And the whole Josh and the Gemara is under the bed, and the Sukkot Takas are so good, and it's trafe, and it's no good. There's all sorts of halachas from his. And the Gemara says, You see, even, so yes, you could say something lighter, which comes out cute and, and is learning. But most comedians are not like that. Now, I'm mentioning that because the Gemara says, Late Sonus is also, it's also to say, it's also to listen to it, also waste your time with. Except for Late Sonus for Avodazar, you can hire a comedian just to make fun of Zeus. Just to make fun of uh, Vodazar, that's fine. It's fine and it's an Indian, which is what Amesha is saying. The professor should take the opportunity. He should also try to hold on to the job at the same time. So you've got to know, I guess, how far you can go, what the, what the uh, principal wants him to give over, but uh, you should try to get this message across. I thought this is a fabulous vart. Amesha is putting this in a very strong... Musa, which goes to the aside of our Yiddishkeit, should train the people, uh, Yidden, and even if they're non-Yidden listening, it says that many things in the world today that the whole world holds of, many millions and millions of people, and still shtus. Every generation is a different shtus. Every generation has their own abodazar. We don't follow what the world holds to be important or fun or the thing to do, even if 98% of the world holds of it, which is most of what's going on in the world, and we're less than 2%. Amesha says, it's a good thing we didn't go along with them then, because the guy now say what they held of was ridiculous. 
millions of people throughout the generations. Rock Am Yisrael Shiu Maseimat, and we, the smallest people, only Klayis understood Evinu Ha'emes VeKiblo Atari Rishamu B'Chol Adaris Amasan Hashem Aleh Chol Olam Sachaku Aleh, and everybody laughed at us. Abizay Samas Mavazos Vata Yedim Kol Umes Olam She'Emes Hayah Im Yisrael Bazad. This is a very important historical Hashkafa. Monotheism is a relatively recent phenomenon. So before monotheism spread, the whole world. Thought we were we were crazy because we believed in one God and like you said you can't touch you can't see it and then when monotheism spread they turned around and said you pagans are out of your mind how what are you two years old how did you believe in this stuff but that was an extreme shift Rambam says this all for ushering in the era of the Mashiach so that Mashiach should not have to start from scratch and that the world should understand this part this whole Rambam was deleted because of the censors but the Rambam says that's why the Christianity was here and that's why. And certain Middle Eastern countries came on the scene, and uh, my mom spoke his mind, uh, but, but they spread Monothe. That was all Hashem's design that the Umasalam should come closer to the Emes, and it's a lot closer. Shutzfus or not Shutzfus, at least either pure monotheism, Islam, or somewhat closer, but it's not paganism. And Christ will have it the whole time, and then everybody said, Yeah, you know what? You're right. Meanwhile, millions of people, 98% of the world, was against us the entire time. You can make the same and say, well, all the isms of today are going to be the same story. Be careful. We're not here to darshan them on their religion. We're in Gullus. In America, we enjoy their hospitality and they leave us alone, Baruch Hashem. We not only have to get along with them, we have to daven for their success. He says, if you have the opportunity in his kosher reading material, assuming the author wasn't from in his Avodah ways, and it was written by somebody who went to be Mazalzal, you should take it a step further and show them the point of people not understanding the Amis, even if it's millions of them and if most of the world, people follow the herd, and that's the way it goes. And somebody stands up for Amis, they get rid of them, or they try to get rid of them. So that's an important Ashkafa. While we're on it, somebody asked me after Shear last week, and I told them I would mention it. It's, it's probably a little passe now because they went on to other Shtus Vehevel. But if you remember, for a good decade plus, the world was in the grips of, uh, almost like under a spell, of Harry Potter. You've heard of him? Maybe you don't know. Maybe his, his Yiddish name is Herschel. Uh, uh, Harry, they, they stopped, right? They went one through, when did it, which book number did it end at? Oh, it's just published in yeah, eight came out. It's still going. Okay. I was wondering why they stopped. It was a good moneymaker. Okay, so they didn't stop. So it's still prevalent. It's not passive. Okay. So let me tell you an interesting Misa. When it came out after book one or two, I started getting Harry Potter Shilas. One of the many farm I came out with, Harry Potter, Kilchasa, many such small farm like that. Uh, a little thing with footnotes, you know, an index, the whole, uh, it's just the short version. And no, you start off with Harry Potter. I say, what, like, uh, me, Lana, go to my Harry Potter. Like, what, what, what are you going to start with next? So I don't, uh, I'm not a Kanoi by nature. I, but I do, if people want the Emmys, I will try to tell it to them. I, first, a few people asked when the first came out. Like, the first book, there, but I didn't know what it was. So they say, I don't know what Harry Potter was. They said, maybe check it out and well, let's discuss it. So I called a couple of people. So one conversation stuck in my mind. I called a very... Hashaviyid, who happens to be a lawyer by trade, very on the ball fellow. And uh, I asked him if he's heard of it. So I heard a pause, and he said, I'm up close with him, it's a long time Talmud, and he, 
he thought he was going to get it over the head now. I said, no, no, I'm just calling for information. I didn't uh, maybe get it over the head afterwards. I didn't... Uh, <laughs> said, what? Uh, it wasn't Uri. Uh, <laughs> this is a long time ago. So I wasn't Zeichat to know him yet. So um, I called him. I said, well, tell me a little bit. Well, what is this all about? So he said that... I just want you to know this is going to be a big struggle. I struggled with it in my house. He had a bunch of kids then. And I will tell you what I think... There is now what I think is coming, which is really what I wanted to know, because I really didn't want to sit down and read it. Uh, so um, he told me that uh, he already, he read book one, I think it may be book two at that point. He said, of course, he only read it to see if he can release it to his kids. Uh, but he said it was, uh, told this guy's a very intelligent guy. He said, I was totally wrapped up. Like I read it in like a night or two. It was totally engrossing. It was brilliant writing which I think everybody has made to capture the world's attention. And I will tell you a few problems, uh, two problems I ran into already, having read it a few months ago, and what problem that's coming. And he was 100% correct on all three. I couldn't agree with him more. And the more information I got in it, the more I just confirmed it. He said, problem number one is that I am learning the Sechta Sanhedrin. And he said, it's a fabulous insight. He said that, I read the book, and I'm continuing the Sechta, I got up to the Sugya later on in the Sechta about Kishuf. And he said, you have no idea how annoying, and he says, that's a soft word it is, that whenever I learn a Sugya in the Gemara, a serious Sugya about Kishuf, or whenever I get the Parsha Shemais of Aaron in the Parsha, I start thinking in my head, oh yeah, like Harry Potter. You know what a zilzil that is? You don't take it. He says, like, I, I'm, I, I'm a mindman, so I take it seriously. But, like, I start equating in my mind. He says, I'm 36 years old, and I'm pretty bright. Can you imagine what this will do to a 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old when they get this in their head first? It's a, it's a very powerful point. This is true of all the media that we absorb without thinking twice that what can be wrong with it. You will never, ever, ever be able to learn. Anything in the Chumash about the Chatumim, without thinking, oh, this can't be real, like Harry Potter or, or Harry Potter's world. This is where, we're not sure what's right. They're just, it's never going to be the same. Now, think about that, because I told to a few people, they said, no, that's exaggerating. I said, this guy's a college graduate from Ivy League College, and he told me it happened to him, and he was pretty grounded before he read Harry Potter. He said, didn't send him all to Derek, but he said, it's certainly... He says, why should I be thinking when Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to Paro? Why should I be thinking about Harry Potter? Why should I start equating these things? He said, that's number one. He says, it's, it's, it's already, it's, it takes over your mind. Besides the fact, he didn't even get into Pithel Terra and you start thinking about Harry Potter during Shemot Esrei. And that, that's, a, that's a problem with anything you get wrapped up in. Satmar uh, <coughs> Rebbe, I think I mentioned this in the Shear. We, we discussed it originally about sports and, you know, by the Litzbox, it's one of the last kosher things that we... Allow yeshiva, get some exercise, look, see them, they don't play ball, you know. And I, I once asked, asked a person um, uh, who is, um, he gave me a very good, I maybe had them a sarah, and he figured it out. I said, what do you do for entertainment? What do the kids do? See, we allow them to ride uh, tricycles and this and that. He said, Asatmarov told him, I thought this was a brilliant insight. He said, we allow anything that they will naturally drop when they get older. <clears throat> a 13-year-old will not be riding a tricycle. Just not gonna, there's no concern. So let him, he's a kid, let him play with whatever. The things that grow on you and stay with you are more problematic. Yeah, we still allow the sports, but the, the insight is phenomenal. Harry Potter is a very sophisticated, not the words are hard. 
It's better if you better see what it is. Like you don't like think about the word. Half the words are made up, so you got to figure out the other words. And it's a very sophisticated work. So a seven-year-old's not reading it, but a nine-year-old, ten-year-old, eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old reading it, and this goes to your head. It never leaves. So besides the the stam machshavas and devarim that will stay with you, uh, it already clouds your perception of kishuf of what's real, what's not real. This is real. Chatum. This can't be real. It's like Harry Potter. Anyway, that was comment number one, which I thought was a very interesting insight. He said number two. It happens to be that at that point, in book one or two, he said, how do I put this delicately? The young man in the story, the star of the show, is a face 10, 11, 12 years old. So I said, yeah. So he said, they plan on coming out with many of these, and he's going to grow older, each one. So I started getting it, and I said, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I said, what's your concern? He said, Mike, it's not a concern. It's going to be a fact. He's going to become 13, 14, 15. He's going to get a girlfriend. And that's Pushit. And he was right. That wasn't the worst Gilead. No, but those who have read it admitted to me that uh, they could do without that stuff. So again, there's this fictitious thing in people's minds that with comedians, with movies, and with, with, with novels, if it's 97% kosher, 95%, that's okay. It's only 3% trace. I told him, at least tell me that 1.5% at least is Boto Vashishim, which we don't do. But it's not even that. It's still, it's 5%, 10%. There's no heter for that. You're going to start, you're going to read it yourself. There's no heter for that either. You're going to start taking black ink. You take black ink, you will ensure that your kid will go to his friend and only go and find out what was behind that black ink. That's all you're doing. So he said, problem number two is the fact that, uh, that he's getting older and it's a matter of a novel or two. And he was so right. And I've spoken to him about when three, four, five, you know, he was more than right. And he said, number three, this is Chacham Minavi. He said, number three, this stuff is so good, they are going to make movies out of this. And your kid is into it, will want to go to the movies. And says, as a Rav, you never allow anybody to go to the movies and I don't go to the movies and I'm not going to allow them either. And if I allow this in the house, they're going to want to go to the movies. I'm going to have a problem on my hands. And then the movie's going to have real characters, not a cartoon. And the movie's going to be about when he's 14. You need a 14-year-old teenage girl, boy, and the whole nine yards. So how are you going to stop it? So this, is, uh, this can be said about many things, but Harry Potter is... Uh, so now you tell me they're coming out with more, and they're probably going to have more movies. And how many movies they have so far? Mm-hmm. No, not a few. Whatever. It, it's, if you bring the stuff in, it's hard, but the, but the kishu, the reason I'm just mentioning this, is that nobody believes in this stuff. That's ridiculous. Nobody is a Harry Potter. First of all, I've spoken to teenagers, and they said, you get so lost in it. Like, I've, I've had teenagers ask me, when they got to the Khatum and went to the Sukhiz, they said, is it real? Is it not real? So I said, yeah, some people have the car. He said, you think, you think Harry and his friends, you think they really had it? I said, I don't know. Next time I see them, I'll ask them. It, 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 the lines get very blurred. It's a very scary thing. On that positive note, stay away from anybody who's going to turn you into a frog tonight. And Mitzvah Shem will see you tomorrow night. Uh.